Hi, Marked listeners. We're planning some exciting things for the future of the podcast, so we want to hear from you. Take our fun survey and give us all of your opinions about Marked to enter for a chance to win a Lifeway Women backpack filled with Bible studies and other great resources for diving into God's Word. To take the survey, go to lifewaywomen.com slash podcast or click on the link in our show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. Mark podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heinemann and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. love connecting with you on social media. We'll bring encouragement, scripture, giveaways, and more to your social media feed. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lifeway Women. Hello and welcome to the Marked Podcast. I am Elizabeth Heinemann. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Elizabeth, okay, hang on, because today's okay. podcast could be, I don't know, could a be wild ride, a little bit of a maverick, <laughs> because we have David Bennett on the David podcast Bennett. today. David, we're going to do a behind the scenes, little look at what happens here at Lifeway with some of our magazines and the, um, especially Home Life, because that's what you edit. So David, thanks for being here. Tell us a little bit about you, your family, and what you do here at Lifeway. Well, I'm glad to be here. Full disclosure, I had no idea there's any video involved. So I feel, you can just call me Mr. Potato Head. I feel like Mr. Potato Head with my allergy eyes in today. Oh, you're so, fine. No, no, no. I know. It's great. It's great. It's fun. So I'm, I'm with y'all, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I actually moved to Nashville to create a family, obviously. So I, was, I moved here a little over 30 years ago uh, to work at Lifeway in the youth section, like student discipleship mm-hmm. ministry. It's called student ministry now, but youth discipleship. And did some resources there as an editor. Traveled a lot, too. But on the fifth day on the job... I think it was Friday, March 5th, 1993, at 2.05 p.m., I met this girl, this lady. And uh, that lady became my wife. And and so we, there's a lot of cool products that have come out of Lifeway, but but I think Mary Claire, Carolyn, and Sarah Kate are the best products that Lifeway has produced, our three daughters. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, Lifeway, Lifeway made me a family, wow. kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome. And Kimberly is still working at Lifeway, too. What does Kimberly do? She is. is Kimberly is in the kids' area, and she works most real closely with VBS. And yeah. so the last, every January, February, March, I don't see her much because she's doing all the training for VBS, among other many other things in the kids' area. But I left and told her goodbye, and she said, Shh, David, I'm on in a meeting right now. So she's she's doing her stuff. <laughs> at home while we're doing our stuff here. So she's she's the one that they will not vote off the Lifeway Island. They will keep yeah. Kimberly and if it comes down to one Bennett goes, it'll be me. She's <laughs> she's much more valuable. And she's an amazing, amazing minister, person and employee. Yeah. Yeah. I met Kimberly before I met you because I she helped a lot with Centricid camps and I worked Centricid camps. So I met her That's right. forever ago. So if you are a camp alum, then you probably know Kimberly. <laughs> she may have been instrumental in getting some people paid, which is always yes, a good thing, Yes, yes. I think that's she was instrumental in getting me paid. Yes. <laughs> so that's great. And our and our, our funnest thing that we say about Kimberly is 
people like she would never ever tell you this, but she does have a famous brother. She does. <laughs> yeah, she does, and she's actually was traveling in Romania or someplace like that once, and and she was introduced as Kimberly W. Smith. Oh, that's she was amazing. before she was a Bennett, but yeah, Michael W. Smith, musician, mm-hmm. is her only sibling, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, the two of them, you know, she followed him down here, and he right, was struggling yeah. and yeah. didn't pay his rent once. He spent it on a perm, mm. and so oh, they that's had awesome. That's a great story. Priorities. Yeah, it, it was an awesome <laughs> perm. I think you can see on the album cover. I'm sure, but yeah, but Kimberly is 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 Kimberly. She's actually sung for the president. Um, oh, wow. All that kind of stuff, but she wouldn't tell you any of that. I will make up stories that aren't true, but Kimberly wanted me to tell you the <laughs> true stuff. Yeah, she she's she's amazing, humble. Um, she's 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 awesome. God God's person for me for sure. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do now for Lifeway. You told us like you were in the student ministry, but what do you do now for Lifeway? Well, and you know what, I feel like. Honestly, it's my favorite job I've ever had. I may have said that about things in the past, but I'm a managing editor of Home Life Magazine and managing editor of Open Windows, which I don't think it means anything, but they are two of the oldest things that Lifeway produces. Okay, so Open Windows is celebrating, is it like 86 or 87? You know what, I'm working, we're starting to work on the 87th issue of Open Windows. That window's been open a long time. (laughs) And then Home, Home Life is working on the 77th issue. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the mission of Home Life and how you hope that it impacts our readers and the churches that purchase it. Well, awesome. Yeah, Home Life is just such a fun, fun magazine. And I tell people, if you want to not color outside the lines, because we're definitely biblically accurate, we're tr- this trustworthy content, mm-hmm. but it's such a fun place to just to, to share such a variety of messages. Yeah. So it's it's um, our tagline line is faith family life. So it is a a faith-based family magazine. And as I travel very little now, um, people say there's just not many faith-based family magazines out Mm -hmm. there. I I was actually invited to this conference a couple of weeks ago, and they said, we need you because we can't find um, many faith-based magazines that that can be, you know, represented. But it is for women. I always say it's for women and the men whom they make read the magazine. (laughs) But, yeah, the faith section obviously deals with a person's personal faith journey, and the articles that appear there could appear in any section almost because Mm -hmm. they're all just appropriately, you know, related to a person's personal journey with the Lord. And the family section is awesome. It always has parenting stuff in there. It always has marriage stuff in there. It always has family-related content. And then life is like living on mission, living on mm-hmm. purpose. And, and it's kind of a nice wrap-up, and, and we see people living out what they believe. And sometimes it's a, not an epic fail, but sometimes they, they share their struggles, which I think is good. Yeah. But there's always hope saying, you know, we're in it together. It's a journey, and, and this is what you know God's called us to do. And let's just pray through it and and, and trudge on. So it, it's an exciting magnet. Mm-hmm. There's humor in it. Yes. It's lighthearted. I wouldn't say it's candy-coated. I, I don't like candy-coated stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's real life, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there we've dealt with some tough issues, but there's yeah, always the yeah. hope. There's always this, you know, yeah. you know, there is a hope, and God's not finished with us yet. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about it is that you know, there's it's it always is takes you back to scripture and like like you said, it's faith based, but also um, we don't shy away from difficult subjects and like. Becky Keefe, right, she writes a lot about anxiety and how you deal with anxiety even in herself as a parent or as in children. You've got a, a column on step families, you know, and stepchildren and what it means to be a step parent. And those aren't always easy 
easy, you know, things. But mm-hmm. what p- people probably don't realize, David, and because I'm part of this process too, <laughs> is that like home life is is a monthly, so you never get time off. Like it is, like there is always a magazine to put out. Like you cannot miss deadlines. You have to. So tell us about the process of doing a monthly. Hey, and how far we work in advance on these. I don't want to say this because I don't want my pay to get docked, but believe it or not, it's easier than you would think. <laughs> but I think it's because the tight schedule, the deadline to mm-hmm. you, there is no real, really room for error. I mean, you just can't. And we've prideful, you know, thankfully, we've never, ever missed a deadline. We've all been on schedule. But every first Monday, sometimes Friday, but every first Monday of the month, we know another issue is going to the printer. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it starts with basically a blank slate. And, and sometimes people ask, well, do you have an editorial calendar? You know, what's your editorial calendar for Home Life? And I, I never hand them anything except a statement. And I said, well, with Home Life, basically as the family calendar goes, so does Home Life. So we look at where we start as messages, and we, we, we work very closely with our women's Bible study team mm-hmm. and with B&H. So as we're looking for content, the obvious place to go is, is with people we know um, that, that have a message. And so usually we'll start and say, well, what's coming in the pipeline? You know, right. Jen Wilkin, Priscilla Shire, and, and say, can we get them to write something original? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll, 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 I'll bake them a cake if they'll write something <laughs> original for us. And then we look at releases with, through B&H. And a lot of times the women Bible says in the B&H releases are, 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 are paired. So that right. makes it really easy. And then it's very easy to fill in the blanks. Occasionally it's a challenge. But we start about a year out with a blank calendar. Mm-hmm. And we say, well, what are we going to do next September? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we look at what's coming in the pipeline. I tell people if you want to write for home life, l- think about living in a different hemisphere because <laughs> yeah. you, a writer would actually submit an article in August to be printed in January. Mm-hmm. So it's a long, it's a six month plus process. I'm always working on at least three issues at the same time. So that keeps it real exciting. But I like that. I like mm-hmm. that kind of mosaic, crazy shotgun approach where it's not just linear, just one line. Of curriculum, but um, what what else? I've probably totally missed the boat on that. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot that goes into the magazine. We have a very small team, very small team. You'd be surprised about four of us mm-hmm. uh-huh. that make the make the magazine happen. But um, yes, basically get that article in, get it designed, and and uh, we got lots of eyes on it, lots yes. of eyes on it throughout until it goes to the publisher. And, Which we uh, were talking about that before we came, you know, onto the podcast, and we were talking about. You know, how many people read it? And there's still occasionally, like, we'll look at it and we'll see a typo or something yes. that we just missed. And you just think, and I, you know, Bible studies it are happens the same in ways. all publications, yes. Working so for a publisher well. gives you a lot of grace for typos yeah. that you find in books. Cause now, you're, you're, not like, ta- you're not talking about I, home life or open windows, right? It no, no. I've never okay. seen okay, a mistake in so, those. Yeah. I'm just talking yeah. about just in general, you know, <laughs> books it out keeps there. You because there are it so does. many people that look at every. Like, read the same thing and have, like, degrees in English, and then it'll just be a typo or something makes it to the printer. But um, we love Home Life because a lot of times the people that are in Home Life are also on the podcast. So if you love to listen to our guests on the podcast, like, you'll love the stories in Home Life because Mm -hmm. um, we share a lot of guests, uh, feature authors. So tell us, like, you're great at storytelling, um, what are, how do you encourage people to tell their stories? 
That's a, that's a compliment. That's, thanks for saying that. I love to tell stories. Yeah. Usually they're true. I do <laughs> I do love to tell stories, but mine goes way back to I, I'm a I'm more of a writer than an editor, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that can be tough because yeah. I can write something in 15 minutes and then spend the next two hours editing it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I wasn't that two sided kind of person. So that's why I tell you know writers I'll say you know, just silence that voice that edits, and then. I also share, and I'm kind of realizing this, it's easier for me to, like, write something and help meet my word count by including a great quote, maybe right. in a paragraph <laughs> and lots of scripture. But really, with, with Roger and Chris, I said, no one wants to hear what someone else has said. They would just read their book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. And we don't want them to read their book. Right. We want them to read, right, read Home Life and all, <laughs> right. all our books. But say, so just share what you share. Say mm-hmm. what you have to say. And uh, I encourage them to be raw and real. You know, we talked about tough stuff. We actually had have published an article about a woman. She called herself an adulteress, and she was. She had uh, had an affair mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, her past her best friend's husband or something, and it was tough. It was mm-hmm. tough, tough, tough. But you know, there was repentance and grace and stuff over there. So I tell people don't shy away from the tough stuff because that's less life. The li- toughest right. life is the tough stuff. But and of course we can edit it and frame it and mm-hmm. and and tweak it so it's appropriate to our readership because mm-hmm. we always have our readers in mind. But um, yeah, it's um, I like telling stories. I think people like reading stories, mm-hmm. and uh, and and really that's what we're looking for. And Home Life is a good storyteller. Yeah. Some are very cerebral storytellers. Right. Mm-hmm. Drew Dixon, he he is so educated in an area I know nothing about the gaming industry mm-hmm. stuff. But I understood because he told told it so well right. in a recent article he did for us. But yeah, it's about just being real, honest, raw, and and we'll we'll shine it up. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll shine up the rough edges, <laughs> but we leave lots of rough edges because mm-hmm. that's the story of our being works in progress. Yeah. Okay. So this is not on script, but when I was <laughs> when you're talking about this, one of the things I think about is that there are a lot of rom-com movies, a lot of movies that really glamorize magazines. And, (laughs) you know, I just think about some of the ones I've seen over the years and I'm just like, it is not that glamorous or it is not like it's not what it's portrayed. How would you address that when somebody's just like, oh, magazines, like y'all sit in a room and you like, you know, you think about all the, all the things. I don't know. I'm just... I'm thinking about Are how you to lose a guy a reporter like, out to yeah, like write like how, a story. Yeah, it's not like how to lose a guy. And she falls in love. Yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> falls in love, and yeah, that just yeah. I think rather than a a Hallmark movie, magazines are more like um, it's one of those networks you never watch, and it's you know, and, you know, no, really, and you flip through. It's like it, that uh, Channel Three, the government channel, where they're yeah, doing oh, like the C-SPAN or <laughs> yeah. something. But yeah, it's more like that because you're going, oh, this might be good, good someday. It's probably gonna be okay, but I'm not flipping. But that's how the process because it yeah. it gets from really yeah. nothing. And then, like, the deadlines, y'all, we have no choice but meet deadline. But it's the worst thing in the world. You're going, where is this article? Why is that not here? Mm-hmm. And and then you're sending a prompt, mm-hmm. and it finally comes. And then you, you make a last-minute decision, and it's like, well, we got to pull that. But if we pull that, then this needs to move to the family section. So that doesn't happen all the time, mm-hmm. but it does. But we always have late contributors. They mm-hmm. know who they are, and, <laughs> and we're able to work with it. It doesn't make our job any easier. But but it, it's just a lot of detail. Yes. And it's a lot of, uh, and I'm not an it's Excel. It's a big puzzle. It, it's it a big is. Well, you're putting a puzzle together. And, yeah. and at the end, you just, and you may want to change something when it goes to print, but you go, no, no, this is it. And this is good. And we always got next month. 
to yeah. hit it. But it is a puzzle. Yeah. 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 I tell people all the time because they're like, oh, I bet your work is like so exciting. And I'm like, I mean, it is. But if you were to just look at it from the outside, I'm just sitting at a computer (laughs) most of the day or like in meetings where we're all like looking at pieces of paper. Like it's not exciting to look at or to watch. What's our job? And I remember dreaming about as a as a college seminary student going, oh, gosh, Lifeway, Lifeway, Lifeway. And the first day it felt that way. A week later, it didn't (laughs) because they had just switched to Macs, this new computer, Uh Mm -hmm. and from this big cube of a computer thing where the biggest, greatest features, push a button, you can see two things at one time, two columns. It was, I forgot what it was called. They said time had used these, you know, but the time had passed and time had (laughs) passed them on to us, but they're awful. But yeah, it's just the, it's really the, like anything else we do, raising kids, Mm -hmm. you know, a marriage, there, there is the amazing, great stuff and you're in it because of the commitment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is not glorious. It's not that, I'm not going to mention any movies and drop names, but it's not a a fashion magazine. It's, no, it's <laughs> not. And, you know, but here's the other thing, David, that I didn't realize until I started managing this team. When when we do like what we call our cross checks, when we are looking at the actual pages before it goes to print, we're trying mm-hmm. to find all the things and we're looking at that. There are so many details that you guys look mm-hmm. at that I, I just, I was astounded down to, do they have a wedding ring on? Like those, those were things like that. Those are in the stock Just photos. In the stock yeah. photos because yeah. we use a lot of stock photography. Mm-hmm. And you also, like, you analyze all the things. And mm-hmm. you try to make sure there's balance, balance of, you know, art and photos and, you know, all those kinds of things. So it is, it's a huge process. I mean, it really is. It's there's a, a lot challenge. Of details. It's yeah. definitely a challenge. But it's such a great challenge. And it's, you know, and the cool thing is I'm working with amazing content. So, no, I'm not going to say I have my devotion every time I work on a magazine. But, yeah, there's so much stuff that it's, you know, it's just popped, jumped off yeah. the page. Mm-hmm. Just good, good stuff to that I need to hear that just remind. Even in my mind, I'm working, but subconsciously I'm getting this great message. And then to see that, and then you put the images in there. And you go, oh, this just helps tell the story. It's not easy. It's not glamorous. And yes, at the, when we always do a big, whoo, that one's gone. And we're glad it's gone. Yeah. Uh, but, but And then you're back to work on the next one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. All um, right. What are, you, what are some of your favorite columns? What are some of the favorite things? Well, you mentioned the- you mentioned one that when you said it, I thought, oh yeah, me sure. Uh, we have one on Hope, you know, Becky mm-hmm. Keefe. And I love that she mm-hmm. Somebody said uh, once, I said, she writes a lot about anxiety and stuff. Well, that that was her, that's mm-hmm. her purpose to write about yeah. that. And when she talked about it, and I said, write about that. And I said, what is it you're dealing with? What is it where you're seeing God working the most? And and um, it, and she writes about anxiety and, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And the more I listen and mm-hmm. live, um, I realize that's such a, a real, a real, you know, thing. I love the parenting by purpose. Dr. Oliver, uh, he, I love it called just one page. There's always a bold question. Why mm-hmm. is my kid doing this? Mm-hmm. And he answers with scripture, but yeah. practical helps. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, we always have uh, the article on marriage, Gary Thomas. And he's always, he is a good storyteller. And, but he has these truths and these practical steps as well, but just a great story. We got humor. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, and we have a humor columnist that, oh, my goodness, Rhonda Ray is mm-hmm. amazing. She will do the funniest, funny stuff, and then zinger. There it is. You go, oh, there's the truth. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's hard for me to say what. we. I actually, every issue, I'm working with 25 contributors mm-hmm. and then others, uh, 25 writers and other mm-hmm. contributors. And um, are there some that aren't my favorites? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, but it needs to be in there, and it's meeting mm-hmm. a need and speaking yeah. to audience that, 
I don't know how to tell that stuff. So, so my role in the magazine, I get to tell a little story on the editorial and the back page. I've never had my name on it. It's called Abide. And then someone said we should put a name on there probably so that if I get in trouble, they know who to come to. <laughs> but, you know, my job there is to be the editor. So that's why I find the voices that mm-hmm. – and a lot of them, they're needed. But several just I, the ones that I love. I mm-hmm. could go through almost every yeah. – because Scarlett Hiltabottle basically writes on living on mission, your mm-hmm. purpose. And she is an amazing, humorous, warm, mm-hmm. tender – raw storyteller mm-hmm. and I think many of our listeners know her but yeah so and a lot of times we go with when we're creating a magazine mm-hmm. you know we go with the message but sometimes that starts with the messenger mm-hmm. and we say oh my goodness this lady this mom this has this great message we need to get out and then sometimes it starts with the message like something about gaming Right. Oh, Drew Dixon, he's the guy, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, it, it's fun. It really is. There's occasionally a gap that we struggle with. What are we going to put? I've got a gap mm-hmm. right now looking at January. I'm going, what are we going to do? I think I'll have maybe both of y'all write an article. <laughs> that, and that would fill it up. That would fill up. Two more articles would do it. So I just found, found my writers just go. now. There you go. Well, okay, so the Lifeway Women team includes our magazine's team. Um, and you mentioned that a lot of our re- the readers of Home Life are women, and it's a women's magazine. Um, so you're one of the few and mighty guys, the few brave men, as oh, Beth like Moore my, always I said. I like mighty. I like brave. On, uh, <laughs> on the Lifeway Women team. So, But you're also a girl dad. Mm. So talk about how that impacts your work um, as one of the few brave men on the Lifeway Women team. Big time. <laughs> big time. I mean, really, that's my motivation and um, the, the girls, my family. Mm. And that's one of the blessings of being on a family magazine because I just ooze, for better or worse, family, mm-hmm. you know. And so so I have to thank you for saying body, mighty and brave. I have yeah. to be brave. Two <laughs> sisters, no brothers growing up. Three daughters, no You're sons. You're surrounded. And on my team, on <laughs> yeah. my team, I walk around. Sometimes I might be hard to get along with. I'm going, oh, we're getting a little too mushy, gooey. I don't want to do that. But usually I kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's helped me because I have no excuse for not knowing something about a woman's heart. Mm-hmm. If I've just mm-hmm. listened to my mom, watched my sisters, watched my daughters, and, Kimber- and most of all, Kimberly, I have no reason not to know something about a woman's heart. And really, I'm sure there's a few men that read the magazine, but that's not our target. It's women. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's helped me a lot. Um, um, a lot of the things I write about are real-life things that the girls, you wouldn't know it, but I've tweaked it, you know, to, change, <laughs> to protect the innocent. But um, but that that's, I think, more than just being a girl dad, just being so geared for family. Y'all, I wanted to be a dad when I was a teenage boy. That's mm-hmm. weird. Guys, you know. So, I think it's less weird than you think it is, but it's it not often we- said out loud. Okay, well, yeah. I say a lot of things that yeah. aren't often said out loud. <laughs> we know that. We, and I'm sure this will be edited severely. But, no, the thing is, you know, if when everybody says, well, my friends want to be, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be an accountant. But, you know, my goal, my, and I, I will attribute to an amazing dad. Mm-hmm. I have an amazing dad who is a miracle in himself, but he's still around. And also, but but I, I had that modeled for me. We had our rough stuff at times, you know, as I was growing up. But he was so consistent and, and just so full of grace. But but my, my desire to be a dad came before marriage. And I thought, oh, gosh, but I love the Lord. I know I need to get the steps in order first. <laughs> and and so Kimberly, you know, and, and I, that was our desire to have a family. So um, it's really honestly fun. I think I am more comf- would be more comfortable on this team than another team because that's just been my history. Mm-hmm. 
or my herstory, I should say, maybe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So here's the question we ask our guest. So, David, what has marked you in your walk with the Lord? And maybe in your work here. And this, I'm thinking about all this, all the too much stuff I've already said, and it all kind of is similar. There's a thread. When I lost my girls, mm-hmm. and we know my girls are still with me. Caroline's birthday is today, mm-hmm. and so um, at, we married, and right away, you know, Kimberly miscarried a couple of times, and we, but we knew, we knew, you know, I want to be a dad, right? So we said, well, maybe we'll adopt. You know, we'll that's you know what we'll do, and. And then, you know, God was good, and as he always is, and we ended up having three girls. And I remember writing a, a, a Christmas letter once in, in the Christmas, and we don't do it anymore because nobody reads them anymore. Who, who does a Christmas <laughs> letter anymore, right? It's a card and you from Costco, and that's Oh, it. I love a Christmas letter. Oh, good. I'll start yeah. saying I'll write yes. one just for you. I'll, <laughs> one one for you. <laughs> I'll send you my pastel shoes. I've got a whole yeah, volume. There you go. Yeah. Good for you. Vanessa Reisner uh, wrote, like, included segments of her Christmas letter in her Bible study. Um, oh. So she still writes one, so too. So there you go. So there you go. And what? you might be able to use that in a future. No, you know what? And that's the great. My goal <laughs> yeah. was to do this every year and then that have a. That your January article. Start there, preparing there for go. next Christmas. <laughs> that's but, what uh, I yes, should exactly. do. Yeah. There you go. Well, one, you. The, one of those Christmas letters, I remember writing, typing, uh, yes, and this year we'll have three girls under age three. Mm. So our girls were so close together. Wow. Three, you know, they're 15 and 20 months apart. So in March until March 30th, they were one, two, and three. And then, you know, add up. But what that means is they were born so together. They did everything together, the prom dress together, homecomings together, the getting your license together, all that kind of stuff. But then college came. Mm. And college is the cruelest thing you can do to a parent, unless you're wanting to get rid of your kid. Me, I want them for an, another 18 years, you know, mm. and then send them to college. But Mary Claire left, my oldest, and there were tears. And then we had a, a year off to try to recover. Mm-hmm. Kimberly was doing well with this, by the way, the whole time. <laughs> I was the one struggling. And she was, she told me, no, I was prepared. And then a year passed, you know, a good year. And then Caroline went to college. And then, then there was one, Sarah Kate. And, and she's the one, and then she goes to college. And it was awful. And I'm here coming for quite just weeping, weeping. And I'm such a selfish guy. So selfish, so selfish, so selfish that, um, we got home and I got out of bed. I remember looking out of a big window upstairs and looking out there and just weeping. And Kimberly came behind me and put her arm around. And here, I should be comforting my wife. It was so selfish. This is sin, sin to the mat. But she put her arm on my shoulder and she and I just shrugged off. And, and I remember literally saying in this ugly, blubbery, ugly cry, I said, I don't even know my purpose anymore. Aww. And so for the next three months, I, yeah, I was in a church and doing an interim position. I did not sing the songs. And we're a musical family. I did not sing the songs. I did not talk to God. God was mad. And I said, I, I don't need to talk. You know what's going on. And so it was really pretty intense. And then all of a sudden, probably two months into it, all of a sudden I heard a voice. It was mine. And I was singing again. And I didn't, and, and it was like natural because I kind of, I was real still mad, but, but it's like the, the Bible talks about, you know, God putting a, you know, giving you a new song, a new mm-hmm. song, and and it was so true. But what I realized, y'all, that you know, I had put as my mm-hmm. desire to be a father and a family guy mm-hmm. had come way in front of my God. You know, we'd say Old Testament language was idol, mm-hmm. you know, idol. And so it took me a while to realize that because it was so good 
but it wasn't yeah. right. It was like so close, but no cigar. Right. I don't smoke cigars, by the way. Last one was in, at a Baptist college, by the way. Uh, a, a Swisher <laughs> we'll Sweet. that out. A Swisher Sweet, and I never inhaled. But that's what marked me is my realization that, yeah. that you know, I, as much as, yeah. it was like Jesus saying, unless you deny yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I never understood that truth. I thought, that sounds really hard. And it is. But that's what marked me. And I'm still mm. processing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, the girls are out of school. They're they're back close to us and hanging out. But as I look that, I'm fearful that I don't put them in that place again. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. so close. Like, what's not better than your family, right? Mm-hmm. Your kids, God. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what really marked me, and it's still marking me. I would say I'm almost like my three-year-old granddaughter like in a, in a marker fight. I've got marks all over me, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that's the big one that I just can't, mm-hmm. that I'm still sitting in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's thank you good. for sharing that because I feel like that's something yeah. that people don't talk about a lot because, like you said, these are good things. These are gifts from God, mm-hmm. um, but we can very easily make that into our idol and put that above God. And so I mm-hmm. think a lot of people will be able to relate to that and and maybe see it in their own lives yeah. or know that, like, just knowing that they're not alone in that struggle is also mm-hmm. very helpful. That's mm-hmm. why we share stories. We were talking about stories earlier. That's why we share is so that people can be pointed to the hope and the truth of Jesus. So yeah. thank you for sharing. So listeners, if you're not getting Home Life, there's a couple of different things. You can do it yourself. You can go to lifeway.com, type in Home Life in the search button, and you can find it. Um, but even better, you can get a better discount if you go to your church and have your church order them in bulk. And that's there's a discount there um, for purchasing. And that's the way most of our Home Lives are distributed through the local church um, because they are ministry tools. So if your church doesn't get them, go to the right people at your church and say, why do we not get Home Life magazine? And we would love to to have you be readers of that and just um, so that you get to know a little bit more, not just David, but you'll see his heart really in throughout the magazine. And we really do appreciate the work that you do, David. It's, it's a joy. It is. Uh, you know, I love family and I'm swimming in family every time I do that magazine. Yep. It's so good. Well, listeners, thanks again for joining us for the Mark podcast. And we hope to have you back next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Marked Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.